Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Here's this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder. is broadcast on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Everybody's talking at me. CRN Digital Talk Radio, Chuck Wilder here, Swayed at the Network. We're live across America and, believe it or not, all around the world at crntalk.com. All right. Without further ado, I want to go to the one and only host of the Underground USA podcast, Heard Everywhere Podcaster Heard. He is the author of six monographs examining political and ideological threats facing our country. And he can be heard twice weekly on the Captain's America Third Watch Syndicated nationally on the Salem and Genesis Communication Affiliate Stations. His website, undergroundusa.com. We dug him up again today just so he could be on the show because he's underground. Okay. Hey, how you doing? I'm good down here. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going, did you? No. You're underground. I, I dug you up, and here you are to give us the latest report on why in the world. See, world is the long version of what I was going to say. Why in the world are these gas prices so out of control? Here's your latest. (laughs) Why our self-imposed high gas prices are a direct threat to the people. Yes. Yeah, these prices are, we need to understand completely and without uh, without reservation that these fuel prices, they're fuel prices, diesel, gasoline, um, Mm -hmm. everything that comes along with transportation, um, they're self-inflicted. This is not a Putin price hike, like they keep trying to say. The war in Ukraine has nothing to do with our fuel prices. There's everything to do with the policies that have been put in place since the Biden administration took the reins. They stopped the Keystone XL. They stopped uh, giving legitimate leasing rights to, to oil people. They've done everything they possibly can to dismantle the fossil fuel industry to force people Mm-hmm. into renewable energy vehicles. That's the bottom line here. So any excuse that they give about fuel prices, any excuse they give about it being a world problem, supply chain, anything else, it's all BS. This is this is 100% their own making, and they're doing it on purpose to force you in to the green energy sphere, which is going to be controlled by the global elitists. So, right. you know, <laughs> understand that, please. 
Yeah, that's that's the keynote. And you know, and and keep just kind of keep one name in in mind, listener, as we go through all this. China. Okay, just you know, surely they must have some impact on this. Just keep that in mind too. Yeah. Uh, well, well, China. You know, China's they consume fuel just like any other country, but they don't play yeah. by the monetary rules that the rest of the world plays by. Right. No global you know, warming so there. That's for sure. Yes. They don't. They don't care. You know, <laughs> we may have all the ESG scoring uh, impediments to a free economy here in the United States because we literally have a bunch of people who don't understand how an economy works forcing environmental activism upon upon us and this is a minority of people by the way minority of people pushing their ideological system and their beliefs onto us and saying you have to do it that's not what happens in a free society we have a right to choose what we want to do and especially in a free marketplace that's you know we're allegedly supposed to be a, a capitalist based country and as much as the people on our college campuses want to cringe when they hear the word capitalist it is the only economic system on the face of the planet through the history of time that has created a middle class and lifted people out of serfdom so it's time we put that little canard to bed as well capitalism is not bad capitalism is freedom socialism is bad because socialism socialism is totalitarian as oppression you know, uh, you mentioned here that the people who stand to benefit most from owning an EV, all right, are often rural residents. Explain well, that. I wanna, I, I, boy, I, I want to I pull back on that one. I didn't say that. He, hmm. he Buttigieg Snap said it off. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, boot Buttigieg. You know, okay, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I call him butt gig, but that's, you yeah. know, read it, read it to that how you want to. Um, he says the people that would benefit from EVs would be people who live in rural areas. Well, if you just take a quick peruse of any rural areas, you won't find a charging station anywhere. And people in rural areas don't have an extra $56,000 to spend on an EV vehicle. <laughs> so I, I don't know where what this guy is smoking. It's probably legal in Colorado and Illinois. But talk about being detached from reality, uh, just like Debbie Stabenow from, from Michigan, who just flippantly said, well, I, I, I got my EV, and I didn't have to stop for gas. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really not an issue. Yeah, it is. For the rest of the country, it is an issue. You know, was she the one it is that an was, issue. Yeah, was she the one that was doing all the TV uh, a couple of days ago, three days ago, I'm, I, I kind of, you know, tuned it out because I was listening, and it was like, oh, and it was so wondered. I, I just drove all the way, you know, the, from here to there, yep. and I got there here, and I didn't have to stop one time. And oh, it was such a pleasant, uh, pleasant drive, and da 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 da. And then you hear people, you know, especially on our side, going, uh, I don't think that lady drove at all. I think she was sitting in the back seat, you know, and that was her chauffeur, whatever. And she wouldn't have known if they hooked up because she probably went to the restroom every time they stopped, you know, if they stopped. But, no, they didn't have to yeah. stop. That, that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that, know, was, that, was Debbie, that, that was Debbie Stabenow. And, and I'm glad that she didn't have to stop, and I'm glad she's enjoying her electric vehicle. And I don't begrudge anybody. If they want to, to buy an EV and they want to go that route, it's your right to do so. Go ahead. It's a free market economy. Buy what you want. 
If you want to get a car that runs on a twisted rubber band, go ahead. Mm -hmm. But don't tell me that I can't have what I need in order to take care of my family, get to work, and freely travel the country the way that I want to. I should have the option to have that. And right now, they're not allowing us to do that because they're jamming their ideology down our throat and destroying our economy. You know, I think, uh, listening to the lady, you know, we didn't have to stop one time. And I'm thinking, gee, there might be something to these electric cars there, Frank, because, you know, a lot of times I go from the Los Angeles area to the Colorado River, okay, and they have a bunch of casinos down there, too. That might be one of the reasons. But, you know, it always seems that we had to stop two or three times because somebody has to go wee-wee. But how did the electric car get rid of that, where you have to go to the bathroom? No, I, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess it's the uh, the diodes or, or, or the ions that are coming yeah. off the battery that affect your bladder. Yeah. What you are know? you doing or, back or there? Maybe, <laughs> Looks like or you're maybe, eating something, don't they? Or, or, maybe she just, or maybe she just wears the pens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know? it just or, depends. There you go. You got it right there. How can you go so far? Yeah. It depends. Yes. I, that'd be a good well, ad, and, wouldn't and, it? And that brings up another another issue. Trying to get from coast to coast, I I call into question her her assertion that she made it from Michigan to Washington D.C. without needing to recharge her car. Uh-huh. I, I I really want to see I want to see how that happened. If she's got an app, I'd like to see that app because I'm not really believing that, given the mileage that that most EV manufacturers are saying that batteries can can provide as far as distance is concerned. Well, know, here's one. When, you, when, it, yeah. when it takes eight hours to charge a battery because you're down, you're not going to make it from Michigan to Washington, D.C. in one charge. Well, here's one where you uh, were quoting the Federalists, and, and this surprised me. I said, boy, I didn't know this. In reality, one of Tesla's supercharges stations was reported to get... 13% of their energy from natural gas and 27% from coal. Power plants burn coal to generate electricity to power electric cars, and they admit a higher fossil fuel footprint than the left would care to admit. Boy, you remember whenever if it was a coal plant? Oh, my goodness. Gee, that was yeah. that was really bad. Look at all that black smoke coming out. Yeah. And, and we were on the path to to establishing a clean coal industry in this country mm-hmm. so, so that we could have clean burning coal, so that we wouldn't have the, the smokestacks billowing out the black smoke, that we were on a path to, to doing that as we were trying to develop electric vehicles, hydroelectric vehicles, wind power, solar power. This is all good stuff. We do want to develop all these things. We want them to be successful. But just because you're impatient and, or you're an impatient ideologue doesn't mean you get to mandate that technology into existence. Right now, that technology is not there. We should be doing an all-of-the-above energy policy in this, in this country so that people can actually thrive and leave the next generation a little bit better off than they had it. Right now, and, and you look at the, the mastery of the, of the Treasury and the Federal Reserve, which, mm-hmm. again, is not a government institution. It is a conglomerate of private 
banks. You see what they're doing to the economy right now, and all of this energy policy that the Biden administration is stuffing down our throats does not help that. Well, you know, you hear, if you're paying attention, about all the connections that our Congress critters have to China. And in uh, Frank's latest report, he says, while many, and this might be another, this is from the Federalists, while many who invest in these overpriced cars are able to avoid paying the current outrageous gas prices, America's growing reliance on electric cars and the batteries they require will increase our dependence on countries such as China for materials. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you look at China is, an, is China, and now it's satellite Afghanistan, where we used to have a, a foothold over there mm-hmm. before the Biden administration pulled a carter and gave it away. They are they're one of the world's top producers of lithium, which we need for the batteries. So between China and and Afghanistan, they've got a pretty good foothold in the lithium market. And if we're being forced to get into battery-powered cars, then we are going to be kneeling at the altar of China. Hey, let me and, ask and you. And talk, talk about a talk about a 180 from where we were trying to help Afghanistan find freedom. Now yeah. we're going to be beholden to the Taliban again. You know, they're saying real quick. Got about a minute for the break. Uh, I, you know, people are saying, uh, and I read it, and might even be in your report a little later here, about, you know, just think how it is every night when all the people recharge their cars, you know, when they go to sleep. And somebody said, well, I understand that most of these people have solar energy. But you, in this report, say the results of an MIT study revealed it would take roughly 70 pounds of coal to produce the energy required to charge a 66 kWh electric car battery each and every time. 70 pounds of coal to recharge the battery every time? That's just one car, right? That's just one car. And, and wow. to, put a, to put a stop to the idea that, well, solar's charging it all. If solar energy was the answer, you wouldn't have rolling blackouts in California. <laughs> True. And Texas wouldn't have their problem they had during the winter. You know? Absolutely. Hey, we're going to take a break. Uh, lots of good stuff in this report. I'm going to let Frank run with it as much as possible here because it's his story. And what a, what a story it is. Uh, it is entitled, Why Our Safe-Imposed High Gas Prices Are a Direct Threat to the People. Frank Savato, he'll be right back in its underground USA Just a few years back, I had two of the most unique and personable dogs I had ever encountered. God rest their souls. Riley and Coulter. I named them after Bill O'Reilly and Ann Coulter. And you can take that whichever way it suits you. Riley, the larger male of the brother-sister pair, they were Beagle, Jack Russell, and a Pomeranian mix would eat a boiled can if I put it within striking distance. So I was always on the lookout for something that would be nourishing, but wouldn't make him into a blimp. Coulter was the complete opposite. It was like trying to guess what Cleopatra wanted for dinner each day. Needless to say, the task of finding something store-bought fell to the wayside, and I ended up cooking for both of them. My friends thought I was insane. 
To that end, I wish our new sponsor's product would have been around back then. Sundays for Dogs is real food, not kibble. It's real food for dogs, formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, vegetables, fruit, and superfoods. Made in the USA at a USDA human food facility. It's then air-dried to perfection into fresh dog food that's shelf-stable and affordable. It's 40% less expensive than leading fresh brands. Not that Riley would have needed it, but Sundays for Dogs elevated a dog's excitement about eating because it's real food. The same food that we eat. It helps manage weight, increases energy, and produces a softer coat and better digestion. Starting at just $2 a day on average if you can keep your Riley away from the bag. It's all-natural, real, raw, whole food that tastes like a treat, but it's actually a completely balanced and nutritious meal. And with a hassle-free money-back guarantee, it's a no-risk try. Plus, when you order online, enter the promo code UUSA, the letters UUSA, to receive a 35% discount on your first order. Go to sundaysfordogs.com and be sure to use the promo code UUSA to receive 35% off your first order. Do it for your Riley and Coulter. Not Bill and Ann, of course. I don't think they would care. sundaysfordogs.com Everybody's talking at me CRN, Chuck Wilder with Frank Savato, host of Underground USA Podcast, and the website undergroundusa.com. Going to let him roll with this because uh, there's a lot of great information here. And under the title, this is not an attack on EVs, it's an attack on policies. So take it away, Frank, because this is some very interesting stuff here. Yeah, I mean, the policy is what's driving up your gas prices. When you go in California, I know there's some places, I believe in Northern California, where you're seeing gas approaching $9 a gallon. Right. That's insane. It's insane that that the national average is $5 a gallon. It doesn't need to be that way. Going back just two years, our country was energy independent to the point where we were exporting oil, exporting natural gas, exporting everything that we produce because we have an abundance here of fossil fuel, and we know how to use it in a, in a manner that's clean. Yeah. We even have, have technology that captures, captures CO2, which I still find to be a little bizarre because plants <laughs> need CO2 to live. But our policies <clears throat> back then – we're allowing our economy to thrive when it, yeah. when it came to the energy sector. But you got to remember Today, that was the evil orange man. You know, i got to throw that well, in, okay? Yeah, the evil orange man caused all that good good fortune. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, he, he, was, he was horrible. You know, he was... Yeah. Uh-huh. Re- remember, when they say remember January 6th, remember what the gas prices were. Yeah. That's, that's what I remember about January 6th. I remember there were a bunch of people who were legitimately upset about the election and the fact that the Supreme Court didn't, didn't act with an, with an argument between states, which is their sole purpose. And people expressed their anger. Some got stupid hey, me, and broke some stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> getting off but, just a tiny bit here, let me ask you this. Why is it that they're all going, you know, he, he said, well, 
you know, it's voter fraud, voter fraud, and that's what all stirred him up and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Why are they not bringing up the movie 2,000 Mules? And I'm talking about the Republicans when they start, you know, defending what happened on January 6th. And 2,000 Mules proved that it was voter fraud. Two, uh, that's a, I got a twofold answer to that, to that question, okay. Chuck. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. One is that half of, half of the Republicans in Washington are just part of the apparatus. You could interchange it with a D, an I, an S, or an R behind their name, and it doesn't matter. They're part of the problem. Right. So they don't care to have the elections on the up and up. The they deep, understand the, deep state, the corrupt yes. deep state, and they understand the corrupt system serves them. So those people have to go. But the other, the other point is Republicans couldn't message their way out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> They don't know how to go in front of the media, use social media, use their own media channels to accurately message something that the people can consume and get outraged about. They don't know how to speak to the people. And it's been that way for a very long time. And one case in point, and I know I keep kicking this guy right in the crotch, but he deserves it every time I do it. You've got someone who can't speak clearly in Mitch McConnell leading the greatest debate stage in the history of man that is the U.S. Senate. And this guy is directly attached to somebody, his wife, their family owns the biggest shipping company in communist China. And you want this man leading you in the Senate? What is wrong with the Republicans in the Senate? You don't have to elect them in just because he's been there for 700 years. Yeah. I wonder how much ice cream he has in his freezer. Uh, you know what? It's probably Chinese ice cream. <laughs> and I, I do that in case you people have to flash back to uh, what's-her-face there, you know? Yeah. Nancy, Boy, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. It's funny how I can I can get that out of my head, her name, you know, and, and, it, and it used to just bounce right in there. And I, and I thought, boy, you're doing good. It's not bouncing in there as quick as it used to. Nancy, Nancy. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Hey, uh, believe it or not, but coming up on this, well, wonderful break here. <laughs> Man, I almost went crazy here, Frank. We're coming up on another wonderful uh, CRN break. And talking about getting the word out, you know, I got to give you so much credit, you know, with the Underground USA podcast and the UndergroundUSA.com that you do. And also, you got to give credit to CRN. I mean, we got six different channels, you know, that are blasting out there, and a lot of them deal with the politics and the truth of what's going on. So it's good to have us, and it's too bad we don't have more. You know, that's the bottom line. Frank Savato, his website, undergroundusa.com. We'll be right back. Handcrafted, exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Everybody's talking at me 
Chuck Wilder's CRN with Frank Savato, host of the Underground USA podcast. And lots of good things to get in here, so I'm going to let you roll with it. And we'll get into the uh, Among the President Biden Energy Sector Killing Moves. Uh, and I have a feeling that there was somebody else pulling those strings, of course. I always have that feeling when Biden does something. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. This guy has a, has trouble deciding on which ice cream to eat. <laughs> so so there's, there's no doubt that this is Obama yeah. 2.0 and the same puppet masters that were pulling Obama's strings, because Obama wasn't making those decisions either, are pulling them again. We didn't elect a president twice in the 21st century. We elected a committee to run the White House, which is not the way it's supposed to be. But to enumerate the energy sector killing moves that Biden made from day one, he canceled the completion of the Keystone XL pipeline. He suspended oil and gas leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge and in New Mexico. He reestablished the EPA regulations that restrict domestic energy production, including (laughs) resurrecting the Waters of the United States rule that limits how farmers and ranchers can actually use their land, by the way. Yeah. A complete encroachment on on private property without any due process. You know, you could do a book on those water laws and people would say, boy, that's that's some good fiction. That was interesting. You know, it ain't fiction. It is unbelievable. No. Rain puddles were off off it, bounds. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's yeah. it's not. And when you and when you get into to the law of the sea treaty that we haven't ratified in the Senate, but every time we get a a fascist left dictatorship in the White House, mm-hmm. as like we had with Obama and like we do now with Biden, they adhere by it, and that allows the UN to have authority going all the way up things like oh the Mississippi River. The Chesapeake Bay, you know, they don't they don't realize the international water treaties when it comes into that. So if you want to if you want to like make your head explode, read up on the law of the sea treaty, which we adhere to, but is not has not been ratified. You know, and Frank, um, and like you say too, and you and you hit on the point here. You know, it's not Biden that's pulling those strings, and that's no. why you know if you if you put him on the point, he he can't answer. The only thing he can do is hopefully he's going to be happy if there's some hair he can sniff, okay? But he's not going to yeah. come out with, a, with an answer on his own and give you the truth. When he does, they immediately come back with a press yeah. release or, or, or the White House press secretary runs to the podium to clarify his statement. Mm-hmm. Because he goes off reservation with, with what the cabal has said needs to happen or he's given too much insight into what they're doing and they need to deflect to something else, which is, which is the major trick of, the, of this group of people here. And they can't be extinguished soon enough. Read that how you like it. But no one elected Valerie Jarrett. No one elected Eric Holder. No one elected Samantha Power. No one elected these people. Yet they're calling the shots, and they are far left fascist socialists you know and one of the biggies is uh valerie jarrett the the lady that put uh, obama where he was and where he went when you saw pictures of obama you never saw him without valerie jarrett i'm surprised he didn't have a dog collar on 
but that's he she was the handler and when mm-hmm. past you realize that she is pretty much a card carrying communist does not like the United States and wants us to kneel at the altar of globalism uh, through the UN, the International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, and and the chief of all the bond villain agencies, the World Economic World Economic Forum. Yeah. So these are the people who are running the United States when you elect Democrats. I also want to make a big differentiation here before I get back to that list of how Biden screwed up the energy sector. Uh And that the the fascist left in the Democrat Party is they're not true Democrats. They aren't even close to being true Democrats. They're far left socialists. They have masqueraded as progressives. And if you go back to the turn of the century with Wilson... And then again with FDR, oh, yeah. when, you, when you dig into their ideology, they were fascists. They were fascists that pushed a socialist agenda that wanted to see the Constitution take a knee to what was happening to the global cabal. I'm, I've said this book a couple times on this show, and I'm going to say it a lot more. Read The Creature from Jekyll Island. It is the most important thing you will ever read in your lifetime. When it comes to why we don't have a solid economy that doesn't crumble every time somebody sneezes in Kazakhstan, we don't control the money here. The bankers control the money. And, and people do not understand that. The Federal Reserve is not a government entity. They are a group of private bankers that pretty much rule the world. You're looking at the Rothschilds, Morgan. J.P. Morgan, going back to the to the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, the Rockefellers, it's it it is scary. I'm, when you get halfway through this book, it's scary. When you get to the end, you don't know what to do. So if you think that because you're sending someone to Congress so they can make laws on your behalf and 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 represent you in a, in a government that is free and clear in a free country. You have been mistaken for a very long time. So when you hear these policies that are coming out about energy, these are all based, based on helping the elitists and the globalists actually continue what they've been doing since 1913. You know, you've got the Biden administration established regulations for methane emissions from oil and gas productions transmission, storage, and, and distribution. So if they don't get you in, in, in pulling it out of the ground, they get you in how you store it, the byproducts of it. Everything is regulated. No real law has been passed about it. Mm-hmm. Our, our Congress passes laws that are so general, and then they hand it off to the executive branch, which is unconstitutional, Chuck. Yeah. You don't the executive branch is supposed to execute the laws that have been passed by the legislative branch. That's why one is called legislative and the other one is called executive. But the legislative branch is just ever since Wilson, they have handed it off. They've handed it off to the executive branch to say, "Oh, well, you yeah. can figure it out and make regulations and just let people comment on it and then do whatever you want." You know, it's I just, just recently yeah, I just recently read the next one that you're going to bring up about regulating greenhouse gas emissions from vehicles. 
And I read somewhere, and it might even be later on in this report, how there has not been one case where they could prove that gas emissions coming from your automobile were creating global warming. There's man-made, man-made global warming is a, is a, a structure that was put in place, you know, pre-Al Gore. He was the first useful idiot oh, that yeah. got out there to make a fool of himself. We're going to be underwater in eight years. Okay. You know, I'm just seeing the polar ice cap this year has actually expanded. Mm-hmm. You know, so the global warming didn't work. We're going to have global cooling. Well, their research, their researchers go, yeah, their researchers go up there and they get frozen in the ice. And they have to yeah, be rescued. That's about happened seven well, times, I think. Yeah. Let's just call it climate <laughs> change because you can see this catastrophic change from, from 1970 to now. Yeah. Well, the world's a billion years old. We've been through dinosaurs, we've been through volcanic ages, we've been through ice ages, and man wasn't around to do anything. So pretty damn well. Yeah. If, if, if Nagasaki and Hiroshima can recover since 1945 from the strongest, most powerful thing that, that man has created, I think it's going to be okay because someone doesn't drive a Prius. <laughs> But it's settled science, and we don't get to argue settled science anymore because the the totalitarian dictators of the eco-zealot left say you can't talk about it, and they get their buddies in Silicon Valley to tell you to shut up, mm-hmm. or they shut you, or they shut you up for you. That's not what a free society does. It's not what our government is supposed to be doing. You're supposed to have a free exchange of ideas. That's how we landed a man on the moon. That's how. Cars were even invented, how the railways were invented. It's how everything that was worthwhile that moved our society to where we are today, as far as technology, that's how it occurred. The free exchange of ideas, entrepreneurship, and, and, and a free market. We don't have a free market anymore. Federal Reserve has made damn sure of that. You know, so you're, you're talking about the greenhouse emissions. We're back in the Paris Climate Accord, that, which okay, we're going to shut everything down that has to do with coal, and then we'll be fine with it. Oh, wait a minute. China and India aren't on board. That's yeah. 2 billion people in, in giant swaths of land on the earth that are saying, we're just not going to do that, so leave us alone. Well, okay, then what are we doing? How about if we just develop clean technology? Well, you know, and, we and here here you are mentioning coal, right? And if you'll recall, listener, about 30 minutes ago, I gave you the one that he talks about uh, Tesla supercharged stations reported to get 13% of their energy from natural gas, 27% from coal. You know, you got to leave them, <laughs> leave the plants open just to make this work. If, if they wow. would get out of the, if they would get out, if government, because nothing government touches turns out well. I, I defy anybody. <clears throat> Call in. Write me. Show me where government has made something better and not more complicated and infringed on a freedom. The government intervention causes, causes economic harm. It stunts innovation. And, and it infringes on freedoms. Let the entrepreneur create. When the free market says, we need something that can actually, you know, we want, we've got coal, 
We're, we use it for, for creating energy. If we don't use coal, no one's going to be able to charge their cars. When the entire nation plugs in all at once, the, the entire country is going dark. So why don't we figure out how to burn the coal clean? Why don't we have incentives for that instead of saying, shut it down? And then why, you've why got nuclear allow... energy, Frank, that uh, the left, it, they're scared of. Them. You know, it's like the boogeyman, nuclear power. That's yeah, so bad. Yet, 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 yet Europe is saying, let's open up more. If, if we're going down this, this green avenue, let's open up more nuclear power plants because it's the cleanest and most effective uh, energy source that we've got today, the most powerful energy. We've learned how to harness it. But you know, we, we, we can't do that because, because there's 14 people in, in, a, in a cult area of Oregon who, who think that if you start up a nuclear power plant, you're going to split the earth in two, and they've created writing, a letter-writing campaign to the media and people in Congress. <laughs> we, we, we live in one, in one of the most knee-jerk, ideologically and intellectually stunted times that the United States has ever experienced because we've taught generations that their feelings and their emotions are more important than the facts and reality. And that's on everything. And, and when you fall prey to that, the government just runs wild. I was talking earlier this morning uh, about the new gun laws that 10 Republicans are on board with getting passed. The federal government, by, by mandate of the Second Amendment, has no purview over gun laws at all it's a state issue and the federal government should butt out the second amendment says that we have the right to keep and bear arms and that right shall not be infringed upon that that's clear as day tenth amendment says anything not enumerated here is left to the states only only a a political charlatan a power junkie or someone with the IQ of a walnut can't look at that those two statements and say, well, you know what? The federal government doesn't have any purview over, over weapons. It's got to be left to the states. <laughs> yep. Screams at Congress to do something, and the very people who bribe us with our own tax dollars to vote for them think it's their purview to create a law about it. We've well, got a Supreme like, Court yeah, that mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't act proactively. So. so I'll tell you what, and I always like to bring this up, nothing, not the National Firearms Act, 1934, the Gun Control Act, 1968, the 1994 Brady Act, and the Federal Assault Weapon Ban has made a dent. Neither school shootings or mass shootings in general declined when the bans took place. But here they'll come you up are, with a brand new one, you know. You are, you are absolutely spot on. All that gun laws do is make it harder for law-abiding citizens to be able to exercise their Second Amendment right. Criminals don't care. None of these gun laws have, have, have resulted in a decrease of violent crime in the streets of Chicago, which the media never talks about. 26 people shot last weekend in Chicago. If, if it happened anywhere else, if it happened near a school... You'd have every mini-cam in the United States there trying to figure out how to exploit the emotions of parents. But nobody gives a damn that 26 people died in the streets of Chicago last weekend. That happens every weekend. And that mayor, she doesn't have to worry because she's got her own special 
police force. It's not police. It's private. Private guards taking care of her. Yeah. She did, I think she was even talking about defund the police, but not for her. Nancy Pelosi's got a big uh, stable of protection. Hey, Frank, we got to take our final break. Boy, it's gone by fast today. Frank Renuccio, he can be heard twice weekly at Captain's America Third Watch. That's syndicated nationally on the Salem and Genesis Communication. His website, undergroundusa.com, and he's a regular here, and I thank God for that. We'll be right back. The woman I have searched for all my life, and that's a really long time when you get to be my age, was addicted to vaping. It was like an appendage in her hand. When she'd get deeply into something or her anxiety level would grow, it was as if she was walking around in a London fog. In our non-smoking culture, when we'd be out, she'd always have to excuse herself to go outside to take a few puffs just to satisfy the craving. So when the good people at Fume approached me to showcase their product on Underground USA, I immediately started researching their product. Fume, spelled F-U-M, with the double dot diuresis over the U, is the all-natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes and vaping. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit associated with smoking and vaping. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oils that have been clinically proven to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes, and they have other flavors like cozy chai and lemon berry bliss for those who are used to a sweeter experience. And all their flavors are 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. Whether you're a smoker, an ex-smoker who still struggles with the cravings, or a vapor like the love of my life, Fume is the perfect break-the-habit tool for you. Face it, the only thing you really have to lose is the habit and the cost of that habit, which is both a financial cost and a matter of health. Come on, you know it. So head on over to breathefume.com UUSA and use the promo code UUSA, that's the letters U-U-S-A, to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order, an order that could lead you or the one you love to better health and a little bit more wealth. Go to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash U-U-S-A and use code U-U-S-A. It's better to offer a smoker or a vapor a path to a solution rather than a constant complaint. And if you're like me, if you care enough to be concerned, Fume could help you have more years for the one you've searched for all your life. Go to breathefume, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash U-U-S-A and use the U-U-S-A code today. Gain some days with the one you love. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder, with uh, my guest Frank Savato. And Frank, uh, very little time left. I want to move ahead to uh, under the heading, Are We on Our Knees for the WEF? And everything that's going on right now in America is all tied up to this great big old plan and 
Klaus Schwab. You hear that with a lot of guests that I have on, that name. Uh, can we get into that a little bit and, uh, and tell the listeners about this great reset? Oh, you bet. The Great Reset uh, is the is the hallmark of the World Economic Forum, uh, which was created by Klaus Schwab, a German economist. And as an aside, I don't know why, after after what Germany has given us in the avenue of people who want to dominate the world and things, that we're listening to this guy. No one should be listening to Klaus Schwab. This guy just started the World Economic Forum because he decided to start it, and he begged the richest people to come into Davos, Switzerland, and have a nice weekend, and now he's got power. And, and, he, and he chums up with people like Bill Gates and George Soros, and they plot the direction of the economic world every year at Davos. Unelected billionaires deciding what you are going to do. And right now their big thing is the Great Reset, where – they're shoving the green economy down your throat. They say in the, in the opening video, and they say it unabashedly, by 2030, you'll own nothing, and you'll be yeah. happy. Yeah. Sounds a little bit like communist China. Out of, out of Klaus Schwab's own, yeah. own article on the World Economic Forum site, he says, to achieve a better outcome, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate, and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In transformed. short, we need a great reset of capitalism. Yeah. What's next? Socialism? Hmm. That's what they want. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they don't even hide run it. by the global yeah. elite. And, you know, the global warming, global warming, you're talking about the great meeting they have, and all those airplanes fly in, those private jets, you know. Oh. Like, yeah, well, yeah. global warming, it doesn't affect us because we're the good guys. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. they, don't have, they don't have electric vehicle airplanes yet for those guys, so they're just burning <laughs> jet fuel. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, getting, yeah, go ahead. If you haven't read about the Great Reset, go over to undergroundusa.com, put it in the search bar. Go, go down after the, uh, just below the fold, there's a search bar. Put in World Economic Forum or put in the, better yet, put in the search term Great Reset and Great read reset. the articles over there about yeah. it because this is the most dangerous affront to freedom, the free market around the world that has ever existed because it's moving through the economic front, not a violent front. If this was a violent movement, we would be combating it like we combated Adolf yeah. Hitler. And I imagine every time you, you put the Great Reset and you put it out there on media, you're always getting, uh, sorry, this uh, does not comply with our regular standards. <laughs> I've gone through that a lot, man, I'll tell you. Oh, boy. Frank, entertaining disturbing and very informative every time i appreciate it very much thank you mr welder talk to you next time all right frank savato s-a-l-v-a-t-o hey thank you suede thank you for listening and god bless the united states of america
Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on, leave a comment if it lets you, and share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the internet gatekeepers and social media censors. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks. Thanks.